0: Is Aldrin St-Pierre on Beyond the Headline? It's 14 minutes before five o'clock. We're in conversation next with um, ANC veteran General Mojo Mudau. With a few days to go before the ANC's elective conference, we ask, what will it take for the ANC to deal with internal dissent and how should the party use the upcoming conference to unite its members? Many argue that divisions and tensions began to appear within the ANC leading up to the party's 2007 national conference. And since then, tensions between factions have increased and the party has failed to unite its members. Some NEC members also telling us that one of the proposals that could come up is that instead of electing an NEC at the conference, there should be a national task team that is appointed and the conference then becoming a consultative conference. Is this the right approach? If you remember back in 2020, um, the where there were ANC veterans, including General Mojo Mudao, who had penned a letter that was delivered to the ANC NWC, also arguing that the ANC NEC at that time already said that they said that the ANC-NEC must be disbanded. Of course, there was protest against that, especially from members of the ANC, including the chairperson of the ANC, Gwede Mantashe. But clearly now, that conversation seems to have been resuscitated. General Mojoma Mutao now joining us on the line. General Mutao, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Good, Good afternoon,
0: everyone, and your listeners. General Muta, what do you make of what you and um, some other stalwarts had argued um, for the disbandment of the ANC-NEC back in 2020, almost finding resonance once again as the party heads to its elective conference?
1: Uh, Irwin, let, let me start by slightly making a correction. In 2020, we were asked by the ANC officials to develop a document on the issues we were raising to them about the agency losing support of our people on the ground. And we told them that they were not going to win the, the local government elections. And the comrades who came, then, who came then to develop that document, which we call the ANC turnaround, strategy 2025, were actually cadres of the ANC, not necessarily veterans of the ANC. So we, we then set to develop that document. In that document, we didn't call for the NEC then to, to, to step down. We actually asked the NEC to allow a national task team to be put in place to help solve the challenges by reorganizing the African National Congress. That's what we did. We then went to meetings after meetings with the NWC, and uh, we came to a realization that there is total no capacity and preparedness to address the challenges of the agency. And we therefore decided that it is better. And we appeal to the political consciousness of members of the ANC to say, you better just step down to if you love the ANC and our people, so that the ANC can be restructured, strengthened, so that it can win the elections in 2024. Now, we are happy that uh, people are starting to realize that we were right since then that we should now actually go to conference and make sure that we come out of that conference with a national task team to try and reorganize and streamline the ANC so that it can start in 2023 to try and do the right things before 2024 elections. We are confident that young people who are going as delegates Will be able to raise these issues very sharply. But you see, there are two options, uh, 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 Aldrin, two options. Mm -hmm. The option one is for those who want the ANC to go down and lose the elections. They will then oppose the national task team. But those who love the ANC to be stronger and go and win the elections in 2024 will support the entity so there are two they, they can only be two mm-hmm. two positions in that country
0: but what would that ent- that entity um, look like or would it still be working alongside an NEC
1: no definitely the term of the NEC is, is, is ending on the 16th uh, so there will be no. NEC, I think this will make things easier because at that time people were feeling that some people want to take their position, want to remove them from power. Because nowadays it is no longer about service to the people. It is about positions in the ANC and ultimately in government. This is where the problem lies. Now we hope that at the point where we are going to have conference uh, deciding on issues, then the issue of the entity will then come up and the people will then be able to engage it free from fear of being displayed from their positions, because they will be off positions by then.
0: Mm-hmm. But then heading into the future, considering that there's an election as well, and um, the ANC's National conferences normally, uh, the either uh, the 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 structure of the ANC national conference and um, the resolutions that are taken at the ANC national conference as well, also informs what would be in the manifesto of the party. Um, how would that then play out?
1: So, I, I I I want to say this very emphatically: the African National Congress at this present moment, it is supposed to be worried about its survival, not worried about the manifesto. Our people are not going to be interested in that manifesto. The African National Congress has got a document which we place in front of them, the ANC turnaround strategy 2025. That document spells out clearly what should be done for the ANC to survive, what policies the ANC should pursue in order for it to survive. And those policies are not a comeback. These policies have been policies of the ANC throughout. That is what the ANC has promised the African African people, particularly, and the black people in general, that when we talk about freedom, this is what you should expect. There, There is no... No need to start cracking your head because it doesn't help. Because the African National Congress has lost the capacity even to think, it it, it always refers mm. to consultants to write its policies. The ANC is no longer an organization with things so itself. So, we need to restructure and streamline the ANC so that it must have the capacity and it must start being able to think it itself like it used to, be, to, to do. The confusion is about policies which we don't know where they come from. Because policies have got a, a, a track from where they originated and how they developed. But some of the policies which are being pursued today, mm. you don't know where it comes from.
0: Well, a couple of co- conversations that we've had with some um, ANC, NEC members, and some of the stuff that has been reported on as well, um, for instance, when the um, when the former sorry, I'm not calling him the former president, but when the president um, Cyril Ramaphosa had said that he wants to he wants to resign, as has been reported, um, he was persuaded not to resign, and some say that that persuasion was actually with the intention to try and save the ANC and also save the country, because if he had resigned, the country as well as the ANC would have been in a much bigger crisis.
1: Mm-hmm. That is an illusion, you know. The African National Congress uh, is over 100 years old. The African National Congress has never collapsed because one leader goes. You know, people who have read and uh, understood the history of the ANC, they will realize the resignation of one leader has never been a shocker to the African National Congress. You can think of Morocco, you can think of The the African National Congress itself has got a depth of leadership The problem today is that unfortunately leadership doesn't come from political consciousness political maturity Leadership is being bought by money Even in this conference, by the way Money has been used to buy delegates There, (laughs) Money has been used
0: Oh, quite a huge allegation there that you're making there, General Mutao. It's
1: not an allegation. It's a fact. With evidence? I live here. I live here. I'm also a branch member. (laughs) Okay. And I'm also a branch member. I know what is happening in the N.C. I'm not standing out there like some people who talk from, from out there. I'm talking as a member of the branch. I'm talking as a person who needs people in my area, i mean, Pretoria yesterday, I was uh, invited by young people over uh, uh, in Atrejville, the other day I was in Mamelloni, I, I participate in, in, in the ANC
0: activities. Okay, uh, General Mojo Muddao is an ANC veteran there speaking to us on some calls that are being made and also the expectation uh, that an NTT, uh, proposal that an NTT uh, be set up at the ANC's elective conference. Let's quickly speak to Professor Susan Boyson, political analyst and also author of Precarious Power, Compliance and Discontent under Ramaphosa's ANC and Dominance and Decline the ANC in the Time of Zuma. Professor Boyson, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Listening into what General Mutau had said there, do you think that it would find any resonance to have an NTT instead of an NEC being elected at this conference?
2: Algun oh, good afternoon and I don't believe so. The NEC has been and is is still continues to be institutionalized as a central organ in the ANC and how it operates. Even the forthcoming elections at NASREC, two will be organized around that the contest for those positions. And it's so much part of the ANC's life. is the, the pivot around which these contents for power for positions for deployment that all revolves around that and it is not going to disappear no proposal to do it away with it is going to find resonance
0: and the final one is on the proposal of having a consultative conference instead of it being a elective conference
2: yeah it is it's, it's a similar phenomenon there It the elections of is around, the phenomenon around which the ANC's life revolves. There are going to be winners, there are going to be losers. As the ANC's whole hold over power slips gradually but relentlessly, these contents are also intensifying because the chance to get access to power, privileged positions, etc., that the members and the contestants for NECs and for top leadership position in the ANC, those center more and more and get more focused on winning those positions. That is what the ANC is about. That is why the ANC still finds much support, maybe less and less so, but still find much support among politically powerful people in society. And so that is the focus, and it's probably going to remain
0: the focus. Thank you so much for your time, Professor Susan Boyce and there, political analyst. It's a minute after five o'clock, time for the news.